building an overnight success story with Lisa and Mark Novak. Yes, yes, the overnight success that took 20-something years to uh, to build. Hey, Mark, we're talking about Novak Properties, it, uh, yep. or, or otherwise known as the Novak Agency. Remember back in the good old days, Mark? It was purple and gold. Yeah, it was. It purple was. and gold and, uh, yeah, pretty funny. How, how it was. Like, I even looked at something from eight years ago and thought, wow, what a, what a change uh, there has been in life, in business, along the way, just in eight years. Like, it's it's a hell of a it's long time. It's unbelievable. But what are we talking about today, guys? We get asked a lot about how Novak started. Um, and you know what? It's quite incredible. We just celebrated 19 years of Novak Properties, right? Um, and it's hard to believe that it's been 18. 19 years. 18 years. You told me 19 years. Well, <laughs> anyway, 18 years. Plus okay, one. that'll always do. Plus, always, always plus one. Plus GST. So, um, you know, the thing is, is that it, uh, I think what a lot of people don't realise was, uh, you know, it's been a lot of blood, sweat and tears, a lot of blood, sweat and tears, building oh, Novak properties yeah. over the years. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a business that we started, right, when we were young and when we were young and fruity. How old yep. were you, Mark, when you started? 23. That's incredible. I mean, we have a 22-year-old daughter. I can't even yeah. imagine her starting a business at that age. Like, it's just crazy. You're still so young, right? Yeah. And you know what? Um, it was... I guess, I guess sometimes you know too much as well. It's the great thing about that starting anything at that age is you just don't have the experience you don't which means you don't have the worries or the concerns or the you just gun ho you don't have the fear you know you're more inclined to bungee jump i reckon at 22 than what you are in your 40s that's for sure you you don't more have that fear factor as you, as you, as no you that's older. exactly right yeah but it's it was quite a funny so story it, it's quite a funny story about how how it all happened right because Obviously, it wasn't something that we weren't sitting there dreaming about opening up our own real estate agency. You got fired, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you were the number one sales agent in, in New South Wales. Um, you were working at the Australia professionals. In, in, in oh, the in Australia. Group, yeah. In the yeah. group, there was uh, 700 reps, 750 reps. It was first national and including principals. I was number one in dollar value. And I was number one, including principals, which is the owners of the businesses, number one in dollar value, number one in volume. Um, and I was sort of 20, 21, 22, good life. And I think I think we worked out that you were riding the equivalent today of about four mil, weren't you? Well, it would have been because finished the last year or so, it was like two, two, two fifty quarters consecutively. So that that's about a million dollars in riding what yeah 20 22 years ago 20 20 years ago so i guess At that um, age my gosh yeah and what property what's interesting is what property values have done out there guys it, is it's doubled and doubled so um going back on any records if you look at pricing now and you look at pricing uh 10 years you know sort of 10 years in and then 10 and then 10 years 20 yeah. years in um it's doubled and doubled so that's what the industry calls a gross gross commission earning um, that would have been, if, if you applied that double and double, it puts you at about four mil now. So it's highly Incredible. transactional. 
Absolutely. And um, and then you got fired. So you had a fallout with um, your boss, who was yeah. your best friend at the time. And we're going to do a very, very fast forward version of this story. Um, but yeah. uh, it was then and there that we decided, you know what, let's open our own agency. And I remember saying to you, Mark, you've managed people before, right? And you were like, no. Nah. Uh, okay, you know about rentals and stuff? Uh, no, I'm a salesperson. Okay, all right, good. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you did own was the you were majority shareholder of the rent roll, right? Yeah, so it was, it was it, yeah. Um, In a nutshell, we're going to have to do the fast forward version. Yeah, like the the uh, rent roll is basically um, a portfolio of rental properties that we look after for for lots of different clients. And at that time, the business had uh, about five hundred. Um, so yeah. So uh, we decided that um, we were able to take that property management division of the business with us. So we that's exactly what we did. So we went in and took it, like actually physically took the files, took the desks, took the chairs. Overnight. And overnight and off we went. And um, of course, we didn't have money to set up a business because we weren't anticipating it. And we were young, like who the hell has savings at that age? Um, we were just having a ball, weren't we? Travelling and doing all that sort of stuff, working hard. You were working really hard. I remember that, seven days a well, week. Look, it was, and I think um, and before starting the business, uh, it was, you know, great income and, and bought property along the way and lived at, lived at, um, lived at home for a, a fair period, met, met, met you, met the lovely yeah. Lisa. And then, um, yeah, starting the business was, was interesting because... Every, you know, I think prioritization. We just looked at. I, I guess you have to sort of prioritize everything in life. So, I remember um, us getting married, Lise. Um, we we couldn't afford a wedding, and um, and our our parent. And so we had a small wedding. So we had about fifteen odd people, uh, which was brothers, sisters, mums, and dads. And I remember um, uh, not doing not doing a honeymoon as well. So. I know it was just prioritizing because at that time it was survival of the fittest and that was that was part of, yeah. of, of, of starting the business. It's so true, right? All these sacrifices that you have to make. And I think, you know, a lot of people see the brand now and just think that it was this overnight success story. But there's always underneath the iceberg, right, under that tip. Um, and, you know, for us, it was a lot of blood, sweat and tears. I mean, you know, we moved into, we moved the office very quickly into the old Shakespeare's pie shop in DY. That yep. was a vacant shop. We decided it was a great location and it was a great location. It was a corner position right at a um, set of very busy traffic lights in DY. But the funny thing is we went into the pie shop. I remember you ripping out a cool room and we had no money to renovate. So we brought staff in and, um, you know, there were wires hanging from the ceilings and it stank. We couldn't afford to fill the gap between the kebab shop next door and the pie shop. So we used to well, have this it, waft of kebabs coming through the air con. Well, and I think, yeah, it was basically a ripped out pie shop. So it wasn't even, a pie shop was better than our real estate agency because this was a ripped out pie shop. So it was, <laughs> there was rubbish, there was not rubbish everywhere, but we made the best we could of it. But yeah, yeah. it was an interesting start because a lot of people start their business and, and they think it needs to be 
perfect and and definitely it wasn't like that with us like we we had to run computer cables all computer cables just over the floor so it was yeah. uh trip hazards everywhere uh we had no, to, then we uh, went to office works and bought those plastic mats to cover them so the chairs could roll over the cords oh yeah, it's funny so it's interesting but i think it's a good message for people starting their businesses that yeah you don't have to um you, yeah. you certainly don't have to be beautiful starting off uh, you can make it beautiful over time but you know what was what was cheeky when we started was we looked at all the um brands that were out there you know we looked at bell we looked at um mcgrath we looked at some awesome brands you know ray white and um, we were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we really like their brand. We really like their brand. But we're not going to be able to behave. We're not going to be able to do all the things that they want us to do because what we knew, and we didn't have the money to do it, but what we knew was we always wanted to be different. We definitely did not want to look like a real estate office. Um, and we really wanted to do things differently. And don't forget, guys, we're going back now, you know, the better half of, let's say, 20 years. Um, yep. It was so taboo. Yeah. yeah, you know, well, it, wasn't it? It was so taboo we, back then. Yeah, like not putting place uh, properties in with the windows was just an absolute crime. Um, people just didn't understand it. But what I, what, what I didn't understand was who the hell has the time to go and look in every window of every real estate when they can go, uh, when they can just flick through a newspaper. And the reality was people just weren't walking through the door saying, hey, I just saw this in the window. So we didn't build it. But it broke a lot of hearts. People didn't understand. But then after a while, there was that sort of, everyone was like, yeah, right, you know what? And then the other real estate agents started following suit. So a lot of stuff we had, at least we've had a lot of firsts in the market. We definitely we, have, yeah, and um, we've also had a uh, we've also had a lot of people tell us the reasons why we can't be doing that stuff, right? Because people used to, I remember people used to walk in and say, "You're not a real estate agency. You don't even have properties in the window." And I remember our guys, our our, our team coming to us and saying, "People are talking. Um, they don't like it. They're talking." And we said, "Guys, just fly the flag high." Because yeah. you know we're going to pioneer with this kind of stuff now. Like when was now you walk past a real estate office with things in the window, you're like, oh, that's it's quite cool. Like you know, like remember the good old days. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. isn't it? It's so true. But it's been an, ama an amazing adventure. It certainly, I don't know. We've we've called it an overnight success, and we've said um, that. Uh, and I mean, it's a play on words, but yeah, it's certainly 20 years. And I was even saying when we were walking this morning that. You know, it's 27 years because, you know, being, you know, ever since I left school, um, uh, it's very close to our heart, um, the Northern Beaches, DY, um, yeah. the uh, property. My father was a real estate agent for 25, 27 years prior to me starting in the business and dad retired. Then five years later, I chose to go into real estate. So inherently, it's been in our business, for in our family for 60 years. It's been, we've been yeah. in Northern Beaches for equally that amount of time. So it's been a really cool community thing. And, and we're always selling lease for people that, you know, that are related and, uh, uh, you know, Serbian background and went to school with um, and Northern Beaches, that that community. So that that's that's been a big thing that, that we've got to thank for. So I guess in a way we've supported the community a lot. Like we've put a hell of a, hell of, a, hell of a lot of people into homes when you look at our history in yeah. real estate um and and uh, and not only that it's been to stay to stay north and not to burn 
like sometimes I think um, you're you're probably more focused than me, Lise. But I think sometimes it, you know people you think that you want to change, like you want to change industries or you want you want to just bust it, break something up, just and then rebuild it. And I think sticking a secret that we've had in our business is just sticking to what we know, sticking to our lane. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's it because people often will contact us and say, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on that? Like, no, no, no. We just stick to our knitting guys or, you know, do you guys want to be a part of this? Look, you know, we're just going to stick to what we know. Um, and that's hard to do, right, that consistency. But what's even harder yeah. than that consistency is breaking ground and that disruption and innovation that we've become known for. Um, and I can't think of a better word than saying, you know, we've had the, well, probably courage. I was going to say we've had the balls to do it. But, you know, we've had the courage to do it. And I've been talking about courage a lot lately um, because I think, you know, it really is a, a massive word, particularly all things considered at the moment. But having that courage to break through this noise of people telling you all the reasons why you can't do things this way, you know, everyone's yeah. always been quick to tell us you can't real estate that way guys what do you mean you've got a auntie pasto bar in your real estate office for those of you guys that don't know our real estate office now doesn't look at all like a real estate office right it's got a six meter auntie pasto bar it's got an indoor garden um but that for us was not about um you know wanting to um you know have this look at me factor it was more about the fact this is about human interaction, this this industry. And it's us. It's us, you and know. The, and, our, and it is us. Yeah, it is. It is us. There was there was something the other day I saw um, three out of four people are in a job that they don't like. Um, wow. And, and I think, I think you know, so 75% of the population are in a job they actually don't enjoy and they don't like. And Goodness I think that me. a lot of people that, um, ask us about our business and how did we do it and what we did it. I think you've got to consider that heart that probably out of the people that ask, probably three out of four are not doing the right thing, are not in the right industry, are not yeah. in, the, in in their chosen lane. So I think a big thing for us is we we stayed in that twenty five percent band. We stayed enjoying what we do, and we made sure we got out of the business. Yes, it was still real estate, but for instance, Lise, you, as part of our, our um, coming back to our overnight success, you you loved, you always talked about being like a broadcaster. Um, you didn't uh, you didn't necessarily a new, a like reporter. technology. A news reporter. So you didn't necessarily like technology or social media, but you another thing you also loved to focus on that 25% was real estate sales. sales. So you actually joined two things that you loved. So... Yeah. I think that for anyone that says, oh, you know, how do you attribute um, the business over the last from coming from where it was to where it is? I won't say it's a destination. It's a success. But I'll say that, you know, going from 19 years ago to now, I would say sticking to our lane and I would say just keep doing, find in your industry or in your groove, just doing what you like, hey. That's the hard bit, you know, because it's like, well, how do I know what I love? A lot, a lot of people don't know what it is that they actually enjoy that's yep. the hard part you know but i'm always saying to our kids life is just like a game of snakes and ladders you know sometimes you've got to climb up the ladder and sometimes you just got to fall back down again um but that you know it takes you to 
places if you allow it to. So, um, yeah, but we certainly always, we're, we're always saying, Mark, you know, if someone came and bought us out, um, that wouldn't work for us because we enjoy what we do too much. Then we're like, well, then what are we going to do? We're not, definitely gonna, not going to retire. <laughs> you know, Look, we I, enjoy I, it too I, much. I, yeah, and I think that, and it probably sounds awful, but I think money's always come down the rung. We never actually prioritise the money over doing what we actually want to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's net, oh, I think that so when someone comes and says we want a franchise, we want to use your name for it. Well, we've had this a lot. Um, uh, we want you to come on board with our franchise and we'll offer, offer you 10 of them. Uh, you know, those sort of conversations, none of it's really attractive because it's all sort of money-based and it doesn't really appeal to what we like. So it's no, been an interesting right, time. Exactly. And, and publicly, we can't control. Very publicly, and thank we you, can't Lisa And thank you for your support, Lise. Oh, that's nice. My, I think uh, I think I think something that we missed in the whole thing was in 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 an, in in um, taking a business from 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 naught to a hundred. Um, you've got to be um, personally. Um, you, you've got to be pretty well rounded, and I think that yeah, having having a good a good partner um, to support to support each other. I think is is just a really big thing as well. Something that you know, what yeah. I, I don't take for granted. I certainly don't take for granted because I I, I probably wouldn't have it. Um, uh, uh, maybe not in real estate or a business or any of that. If if we didn't have that support all the way through, and vice versa. Do you know what I mean? So I think 100%. it gives you twice 100%. the power. Oh, thanks, Marky. And you know what? A lot of people always say to us, how do you guys work together? It's like, I don't know. It's never, it's honestly never been an issue. First of all, we hardly ever see each other during the day. We're both running around like maniacs. But um, yeah, it's certainly never, ever been an issue. And I think that's a massive part of it. I mean, I know there's Anmol there, but I know Anmol and her lovely husband, Gurdev, I know those guys work together. And that seems yeah. also to just be a magical combination. My parents always work together. So, you know, it's like when it works, I think it truly is magical. Um, yeah. But no, it's and, it's certainly it's certainly been a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful ride. And working together also doesn't necessarily mean in the same business. But you know, like I, I think if we looked at the way that we partitioned our lives, you know, I was like, this is your, this is my job, and I didn't have to do the other job, and this is your job, and you didn't have to do this job. So we actually, I think, we never sort of cross paths either. So part of the success yeah. of of the Novak brand also, I think, was that we we were very we just very really good at sticking in our lanes. Even even as a couple, you yeah. you know, at, at home, we'll say right, that's that's what you're doing, and then right, okay, that's what I'm doing. We never sort of cross paths or even no, that's you know, right, sort of, or even question. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or even second guess. It's I think like, if nah, we were listing, you've got if, that. If we were <laughs> if we were listing and selling together might be a bit of a different story we're both pretty headstrong <laughs> we're both pretty headstrong but no it is look it's been you know what it's been an awesome awesome ride um but you know we never ever take for granted that there are absolutely massive trials and tribulations without a doubt um i mean you know covid obviously got thrown at all of us and uh, all of a sudden we were sitting there in the face of adversity going um everything could just come tumbling right down depending yeah. on Right, depending on what they got, you know, if the government just came right across and said, all right, we're freezing rents, all of a sudden you're looking head on 
um, like a deer caught in headlights at your business going, right, all that business, you know, all those years of, of working hard. But it has been years and years. It still is, Mark. We still work like Trojans. Yeah. And Absolutely you know what, so work I think, like Trojans. I think, I think something that I've missed is there's a little bit of luck in there as well. Um, because I, I look at what some businesses have endured um, through COVID, you know, like the cruise industry or the or the international international travel industry, and sometimes yeah. no matter how smart, how well grounded, and what you've done, there's just that little. You just you still need that little bit of luck, that uh, that lady luck along yeah. the way. That's a take. Absolutely. All right. Amen to that, guys. It uh, certainly wasn't an overnight sens sensation. That's for sure. It um no. it it's been you know years and years and years and years and years of building good solid foundations and um you know just being being respectful not only of each other but of our industry and our community and our clients and our staff it's been but it's been an awesome ride we're not we certainly wouldn't be giving it up anytime soon that's for sure and g'day to Hayley, uh, Amol, Luke, um, Julie, how are you Morning, guys? Morning, guys. your support. But look, also, um, it's not it's not really about tooting our horn. We do uh, get asked this a lot. And if we can yeah. share what we know with people and that can help 1% or 10% or whatever, anything, then that that's a win as well. So it's a, we really wanted to talk about it because it wasn't a like oh how yeah this is this is what we how how good are well, we? Well, I think a lot of it, it was more about you know hey I just want to um we just want to share our experience and and if that can that can be applied to you got to to any part of your life that's great. One hundred percent, yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, sit on the, um, you know, sit on on the on the sidelines, I guess, thinking, you know, it, it well, it's good for those guys, you know, they're lucky. Um, but yep. it's definitely, I know you said there's a small portion of luck in there, but um, I think, you know, it's about often, often, it's about choices as well. So, you know, making good choices or bad choices and that's with everything in life, company and partners and, you know, the way you treat people and all sorts of things. Anyway, I've got to fly, guys. It's been a long yeah, segment. thousands of those choices in a week. You went way over time, Lisa, eight minutes over time. <laughs> it was just like having our no normal morning conversation. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. No, just joking. All right, take care, See everyone. You guys. Hopefully we helped you today. See you, Lisa. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.